Welcome into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for downloading the show on a Thursday. A lot to get to like normal. We'll hear from both Aaron Roderick and BYU tight end Matt Bushman on today's edition of the podcast. Had a chance to catch up with both of them after practice at BYU yesterday. Get some thoughts on the offense as a whole from Aaron Roderick and then some of the individual play aspects of what Matt Bushman's been dealing with at the tight end spot. So stay tuned for both of those and of course catching you guys up on everything else going on in BYU sports news like we normally do right here on this podcast. Today's show brought to you by our title sponsor Deseret First Credit Union. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. Let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for October 17th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download this show. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts are to be found. Google, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, even the Himalaya Podcast app. Please follow along, subscribe, rate, and review. It really does help get the word out about this podcast. And can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of the podcast. The show is also on social media. You can follow Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. And of course, if you'd like to weigh in via email, please email us, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. All right, a lot to get to on today's show. We're going to start off here with Aaron Roderick, BYU passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach, guy who's had to deal with a lot in recent weeks, of course, with the injuries to both Zach Wilson as well as Jaron Hall. The good news is that Jaron Hall did practice yesterday. Uh, Jeff Grimes revealing that during his media session with us as we were talking to him after practice. That's a positive sign that he is progressing through the concussion protocol and could be cleared to play as early as this week. It's still undetermined, and I would I would guess that BYU is not going to announce a starter until just minutes before kickoff. Keep Boise State guessing a little bit here, but if if I had my Druthers, if I had to guess, I would guess that Jaron Hall is on track to play on Saturday, but that with concussions anymore they can change day to day it's crazy how things go but guys can be fine one day they go out do something and the and the very next day all of a sudden they're right back to where they started. So we'll see how it all shakes out for Jaron Hall. We'll bring you the latest as we hear it, etc. But I would guess, like I said, that you're not going to hear a starting quarterback name until just before game time Saturday night. Aaron Roderick had some good thoughts on the passing game overall, his quarterback play of late, and also just the situations that they've had to put guys like Jaron Hall and Baylor Romney into when they've had to go into games late when injuries have taken place. So let's get to it. Here's Aaron Roderick with myself, right? Right here on Locked On Cougars. The passing game through six games, you have the passing game coordinator title. Do you feel like it's where you expected it to be at this point? Uh, no. I mean, it, it, look, we're, we're what I like about what we're doing right now is we're uh, moving the ball well between the 20s. We're way ahead of where we were a year ago. Last year was tough sledding. I mean, it was tough to even get down the field. Uh, but what we did well last year was when we got down there, we were very efficient at getting touchdowns. Okay. So if we got to the red zone, we were usually getting a touchdown. And it was just we weren't getting down there often enough. Okay. This year, we're moving the ball really well between the 20s. We're just not doing a good enough job of finishing our drives. And it's a team-wide problem right now. It's it's not any one area of our, of our offense. Um, but... 
you know, our, our passing game is improved, and, and uh, you know, the injury to Zach was yeah. a setback, mm-hmm. and um, it was a setback, but I thought Jaron did a few good things Saturday, and, and uh, regardless of who's in there, no one's going to feel sorry for us. We just got to keep getting better each week. With regards to moving between the 20s, you said last year when you guys got down in there, you guys seemed to punch it in. Yeah. This year, it's a struggle. Is, you've coached for a long time. Yeah. Is there anything from your coaching career that points to, okay, why different teams have issues in that regard? Um, well, I think just the, the ability to execute. Okay. I mean, concentration and execution are, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, great teams know how to finish the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, great teams know how to finish the deal. 11, you got all the guy, 11 guys executing every play. And, uh, you know, and being able to run the ball in the red zone is a big deal. Um, I think the quarterback run game is a big deal in the red zone. You know, the best red zone teams I've been on had a, had a quarterback that could, that could contribute. And um, we have that, though. Our, our quarterbacks are all good runners. And, um, but it's just, it's just an execution thing for us right now. We're, and, and like I said, it's been a team-wide thing. It's, it's, it's been hard to put our finger on it, and that's why we're, you know, we're, we're working so hard on it this week. And, you know, we've, but we've been working hard on it all year. It's not like, it's not like we weren't aware of this. It's just... It's a huge emphasis right now. We've seen Jaron put into a tough situation late in that Toledo game. We saw Baylor last week, kind of a similar situation. How do you think they've done being thrown into that type of a scenario? Well, I was proud of both of them for how they competed. Mm-hmm. I thought they went in there and they weren't afraid of the moment. It didn't seem like either one of them was, you know, uh, not wasn't ready for the challenge. But both of them were playing their first significant snaps, and so things are moving pretty fast. And both of them made a couple of mistakes that, you know, that I think they won't repeat uh, when they get, you know, more playing time in the future. So they both did some good things to move us down there and give us a chance, um, but not quite enough to finish the deal. And you know, that's on me as a coach to get them ready to improve for the next opportunity that comes. And, and um, got my work cut out for me, you know, with these injuries, but. Um, it's part of the game, and no one's going to feel sorry for us, so we just we got to be ready. What's kind of been the mood of the team from your perspective? Oh, the mood's crappy. I mean, when you lose, when you lose, the, the mood is it's tough. But that's how it should be. I mean, if, if you really care, and this, and this is important to these guys, and it's important to us, it's, this is what we do for a living, and, and these players, I mean, they devote their lives to it, and, and so it's a big deal. And so when you lose, it hurts. And so, you know, it's not a real happy feeling around here. And, and um, but, you know, I, I've been, I was telling my players today, I've been a part of a, a, it was a 16 or 17 game win streak one time where you just win and win and win. It feels like you haven't lost forever. And then I was a part of a five game losing streak. And that five-game losing streak felt just as long as the 16-game six, win streak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, so, you know, if you're in this business long enough, you go through these these tough times and you just battle through it. You just keep working and, and uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll figure it out. Aaron, thanks so much. No problem. There you go, Aaron Roderick, BYU passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. I think he's a guy who's going to take on a bigger role as things progress this season. He's very much been involved in the game planning and having ideas during during games about play calls, etc. But I think he's going to take on an even more important role. And it's also a credit to him that the passing game for BYU has moved the ball pretty well. You heard him say that, hey, we need to figure it out in the red zone. He said the mood is tough around the program. That's what he expects. That's what I appreciate about Aaron Roderick just as a person. 
he doesn't mince words. He doesn't go out there and uh, kind of sell you a bunch of fluff. He just says it as it is because at two and four, as he said, these guys, they're competitors. We're competitive as coaches. This is what we do for our jobs. This is how we make our money. This is how we earn our daily bread, to use that expression. He wants to win. His players want to win, and they're doing their best to get things figured out. But like I said, I think Aaron Roderick is going to take on a bigger role going forward than he already has. I know that having a passing game coordinator title and also being the quarterback's coach is already a pretty big role, but I think he's going to be even more important going forward because I think he's going to have guys like Jeff Grimes relying on him a little bit more to see if they can unlock BYU's issues in the red zone. There's some great thoughts from him on the red zone issues. He said a year ago, we had a hard time getting to the red zone zone, but we seem to punch it in when we got there. This year, we motor up and down the field between the 20s, as you heard him say, but we can't get it in the end zone, so he's got to figure it out, and I think that BYU is spending a more inordinate amount of time working on red zone issues. They can't completely ignore everything else, of course. You have to have a game plan for Boise State, but I think that BYU very much is using all of their resources available to them to see if they can get things figured out here. Big opportunity against Boise State, obviously. And we'll see what shakes out Saturday night. All right, coming up here in just a moment, you're going to hear from Matt Bushman, BYU star tight end, a guy who has had his ups and downs this season. He talks about that, playing against teams that really want to shut him down and the like, but excited to catch up with him and also just talk about what he has seen of this team, what his what his expectations are for him and his teammates going forward as they try and resurrect this season from what was once a promising year, now sitting at two and four. We'll get to that here in just a minute before we do that though do need to take a moment and tell you guys about our title sponsor here on the podcast and that is our great friends over at Deseret First Credit Union they're asking everyone right now including their members what is your why whatever that why or your passion might be have you thought about refinancing your home to save some money and help fund that passion project refinancing doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything you heard me right it doesn't have to cost you anything and with rates still low they're near historic lows in the three still now is a great time to refinance your mortgage and keep more money in your pocket. With a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First, you can get locked into a low rate in the threes for absolutely nothing and potentially save up to hundreds of dollars a month, guys. Think about that. Putting all that money right back into your pocket, you can invest it in whatever you want to do. You like to woodwork. You like to golf. You like to travel to sporting events. You want to go to more BYU away games. Well, this is a way to get some of that money back in your pocket to allow you to do that. The DFCU Mortgage Team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, you've got investment properties, you're looking for your dream home, they'll make sure you're taken care of and you're in the right financial situation for you. Give them a call, 801-456-7070, or visit dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Once again, the phone number, 801-456-7070. Give Deseret First Credit Union a call. Let them help you guys out with your home loan needs. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why we show how. Membership and eligibility required. OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. Alright guys, had a great chance to catch up with BYU tight end Matt Bushman, a guy that I enjoy speaking with because he's pretty frank about how he has been observing things on the field, how he feels about his play overall. You'll hear him talk a lot about, okay, early in the season I was getting double teamed, I was getting uh, bracket coverages on me. The last couple of games they've started going away from that and you're kind of seeing an uptick in his production and that's a good sign for BYU. Bushman came into the season, of course, having the expectation that he was going to want to be one of BYU's 
leading receivers once again, of course, having led BYU in receiving the last two seasons. I still think that Bushman is on track to leave for the NFL after this upcoming season. I think that won't change barring an injury. But of course, you know, if he decides he wants to come back, more power to him. It'd be awesome to see. But I think it's also in his best interest right now, just looking at projections of draft eligible tight ends, Bushman could find himself in the upper echelon of guys who could declare for the NFL draft. And if you can go get that money, I would encourage any young man to absolutely go get it while you can get it because there's only a finite period of time in your life that you can play football at a high level and Bushman very much has Sundays in his future and I wonder if this season will be the last year that BYU fans will see him in a Cougar uniform of course that's down the road but this is Matt Bushman with myself right here on Locked on Cougars through six games how would you evaluate your play individually my play individually um, I think when I mean I feel like I've done a pretty good job blocking. Mm-hmm. There's always room for, definitely room for improvement. Mm-hmm. But when the ball's been thrown my way, I think I've done a good job of coming down with it. And uh, I mean, there's things where I'm like a little frustrated where I could have gotten open more or gotten more separation. But um, for the majority, I'm I'm really confident with, with my routes and catching ability. So um, the more the merrier. Like, <laughs> I, I just feel good whenever. But yeah, so far I feel pretty good. I mean, I, I wish... Our, our record could say otherwise and when you're losing you're like dang i, I think i could do, be doing so much more yeah trying to find solutions um so yeah it's just a little frustrating um just as an offense just not being able to get it done but um yeah we're working on it we've talked to you in the past about being a targeted guy team you got teams target when you get out on the field there what's it been like this year in terms of in terms of that um a little bit at the beginning of the season there were times where I mean there'd be double teams or brackets but I mean I feel like good players can still get open and it's part part of the game Um, it's not like it's a that takes the player out like (laughs) you know what I mean so yeah I mean there's there's things you have to you have to be more efficient in your routes you have to be use your hands more and things like that but I'm still feeling good the past couple games it hasn't been as as crazy So I've, there's been there's been separation and things in openings at times. Um, so yeah, it's uh, still working on it. Still just trying to be as efficient and the best route runner I can be. What's the key to unlocking this offense in the red zone in your mind? Uh, something. A lot of things that the coaches are saying is just uh, just executing, focusing when we're when we're a little tired or gassed when we have a long drive. Just I mean. There's a lot of times where one person messes up and that can that can mess up the whole play. Uh, so just being as focused as we can for a whole drive and especially in the red zone, just saying, okay, like the defense is going to play tougher because they don't want us to score. Yeah. We have to play even more smart and efficient and just do our job as best we can. And, yeah, I think if we do that, we, we can get it done. And I think at times just – I mean, there's been times where – guys have been open we just haven't we just haven't hit them so just not not freaking out just playing our ball take hit the guys that are open and when we're running the ball just block as best we can and that's that should fix it trust the process right trust the process all the time (laughs) last couple of things for me uh when it comes to you playing that tight end spot what do you like most about it does that make sense yeah um for me i just like i mean there's in this offense, in certain games, there's just a lot of, a lot of roles I can I can be playing. Yeah. Um, 
throughout the season I've done different things where I've been more of an inline blocker but there's other times at the beginning of the season where I'd be flexed out more and kind of be moving around and just finding creating mismatches so I like that a lot just not necessarily being in one spot all, all game being able to switch it up um, go up against different guys and just make plays when my name's called and the series against Boise you've played them uh, this will be your third time I guess in your career what do you like about this series most of all uh, I mean they're always a good team they're uh they get it. I mean, they're just really well coached always, and their defense is always good. They're they're playmakers, and and their offense scores points. So we have to we have to get points on the board. To, it's usually um, a close game. My past two years, and I mean last year, it went down to the wire, and we just didn't finish. So all of us are looking forward to it. Um, we're we're expecting to play as best we can. We're even though they're undefeated. Um, we know if we, we play our ball, we compete with we can compete with anyone. So um, it's not like we're shying away or down. That like, yeah. dang, there's a good team coming in. Uh, we're ready to play our best, and we expect to come out on top, get the season back on, back rolling again. Right. Thanks so much, Matt. No problem. Thank you. There you go, Matt Bushman. Can't thank him enough, along with Aaron Roderick, for joining us here on the podcast today. Cool to hear him talk about the fact that he just likes the versatility of what tight end does for him. He can play all over the field. He says it's a flexed out Y option as the flexed out tight end, an inline blocker, etc. He's got a father-in-law in Chad Lewis, of course, the former Philadelphia Eagles All-Pro, as well as the former BYU legend, as his father-in-law, who very much is involved in helping him learn about the position. I don't know if there's a better guy to learn from that's on the BYU campus at this current time. So Matt Bushman, I think, has got a pro future in his career sooner rather than later. And it's it's awesome to hear from him talk about the fact that he enjoys playing against Boise. He thinks he can still continue to improve and get better as a player. You never want to be satisfied, of course, as a competitor. You always have guys around you who are trying to uh, get that edge on you. Well, you've got to make sure you're getting the edge on them, if at all possible. And it was cool to hear from Matt Bushman talk about his play and like, and also to hear him explain what he likes about playing the position because of the versatility it affords him to play football. So thanks again to Matt Bushman. Also thanks earlier to Aaron Roderick for joining us here on Locked On Cougars. Here in just a moment, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. A reminder for you guys, though, when you guys are driving around in your vehicle, if you're making your commute to or from work, or if you're just at home killing some time, use your smart devices to catch up on the latest in BYU news with the Locked On Cougars podcast. Podcast. Let me explain. When you get in your car, plug in your smart device, your phone, etc. Tell it to play podcast Locked On Cougars. That way you can get caught up on everything in BYU sports news while you're driving around. Or if you're at home, tell your smart speaker the same thing. Play podcast Locked On Cougars and you'll always be caught up with the latest and greatest in BYU news because that is our goal here with this daily podcast is to be your guys' one-stop shop for all things in the, of, with the latest when it comes to BYU news. So can't thank you guys enough enough for continuing to support this daily podcast proud partners with the locked on podcast network all right guys as we close out today's edition of locked on cougars want to run down everything else going on in byu sports news let's start off with men's golf peter kest of course this star senior golfer for byu men's golf he's actually the number one ranked collegiate golfer in the nation currently big congratulations to him he's got two wins early on this season already the cougars as a team right now are ranked number five in the country 
Kest has an NCAA low scoring average of 67.90. He's recorded three top five finishes in as many tournaments for BYU this season. He won the William H. Tucker Invitational by nine strokes. Big open to the season for BYU men's golf and can't uh, send my congratulations enough to both Peter Kest, Bruce Brockbank, and the rest of the men's golf team. Pretty cool achievement there. Uh, The Cougars actually have one other conference foe in the top 25 with Pepperdine checking in at number nine. So we'll keep you updated on how things go for men's golf. Their next tournament is going to be the Pacific Invitational in Stockton, California, October 21st to the 23rd. We'll get you more details on that as it draws a little bit closer. Running on everything else going on in BYU sports today, the men's tennis team is in Denver, Colorado. It's been going on since yesterday. The ITA Regional Championships, six of the men's tennis team advanced to the knockout rounds of the regional championships. This goes through Saturday, so best of luck to those men's tennis players participating there at the ITA Regional Championships. We'll keep you updated on how guys progress as the week rolls on. One other note for you guys is the BYU women's softball is in action tonight. They're taking on UVU at Gale Miller Field. That game is scheduled for 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Weather should be good. It's supposed to get crappy tomorrow it looks like here along the Wasatch Front. So if you want to watch some softball action, one of the most consistently performing teams on the BYU campus. I know we have a bunch of them around BYU campus, but Gordon Eakin's team, they are consistent in terms of winning games. They face off against crosstown rival UVU 7 o'clock. I believe admission is free so you can go out to Gale Miller Field and enjoy that game should be a fun night for some softball along the Wasatch front. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of Locked On Cougars. Can't thank you guys enough for your continued support of the show, as I've said multiple times today. Please follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars, or you can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. Drop us a note via email lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Today's show brought to you, as always, by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Can't thank them enough for their continued patronage of Locked On Cougars. We'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. Our practice insider expected to check back in tomorrow. You'll also hear from Fessy Satake, BYU wide receivers coach. Get his thoughts on his position group as well as just the progression of the BYU offense as a whole. That'll be on tomorrow's show. Thanks again for joining us. This has been Locked On Cougars for October 17th, 2019.